Alright guys, we're back at it again with the second session of the podcast. We uh, got some good criticisms, some good appraise for the last one. So this time we thought we would bring back another guest. That, so, here's Harren. You alright lads? Alright, so Harren's uh, given up his afternoon activity to be here. Yeah. So we greatly appreciate that. Uh, I've been so, do, yeah, I've been doing some volunteering as a thing. Isn't it volunteering as a thing? At Care Home as a thing. Yeah, tell so, us about that, come on. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, thanks for that really smooth segue. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've been doing volunteering at Care Home and the thing is, like most of these people are really old. I mean, you can't be mad, but they're of a certain culture. Let's say. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> I, 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 I um, I'm uh, doing acting and stuff. So it was, the conversation came over to acting and um, drama, and there's a certain stereotype people who do drama um, that they uh, swing a certain direction, don't they? Yeah, and well, uh, homosexual. Yeah, I, that, thanks for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am straight and I have made clear to them that I am straight, um, not in a sexual way, but I have made clear to them that I'm straight, but there's this lovely Irish lady um, and she's so warm and, and so, she exudes such like positive energy and then she asked me, because I said I do a bit of dancing, she said, my dear, are you a homosexual? <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh that's so kind of you for asking, but no I'm not actually. Yeah, so that's kind of fault of being upfront. At least she was very upfront She about said it with her chest. Okay? Yeah, she wanted the information, yeah. she got it. But so maybe she knew someone. Oh uh, well, well. <laughs> uh, and it was very kind, but she was from a certain culture where she migrated, she was from a family with a certain wealth. Um, another lady, um, she was born and brought up East End of London. So a post-war time London. So it was a quite a, an, a, a cockney area. So she, in a different conversation, she was very wrapped in what I was talking about doing drama. And she said a pause, she put her hand up to my face and I was like, okay, this is a good conversation. Maybe she's getting it. She, uh, are you bent? <laughs> <laughs> And I didn't know how to react because she's got dementia. I wasn't going to call her out on it. So I was like, nah. I'm <laughs> oh, pretty straight, man. But <laughs> so how old is this woman? Uh, how old is this woman? Who's passed away? Oh, well, uh, it's rude to ask a lady. No, age, obviously, but, uh, it's estimation. She's um, about maybe 80. She's, uh, oh, bless her. She's uh, pretty old, but, uh, you know, she's um, really nice. They are generally nice. There's not too many, um, how would you say, uh, uh, racists. So, you know, there are some, though. So how, how does conversation go with... Well, the like, thing is, um, they've all got dementia. So conversation's well, pretty that's, easy. That's a bit of an issue. You know, it's pretty easy because they're like, oh, have you got any sisters? And I say, no, I haven't got any sisters. And I wait and watch TV. And she turns around and says, you got any sisters? And I say, no, I haven't got any sisters. <laughs> it does make conversation very easy. Sometimes they remember some, they're all at different stages, their dementia is the thing. Some of them are, you know, uh, they uh, have different phrases where sometimes, and it's so like, it's kind of poetic, but like sometimes they'll wake up and they'll believe they're like uh, 16 again. So this uh, elderly woman, like she's uh, the oldest of the people in the uh, care home. So sometimes she just wake up from one of her naps and start um, singing the, um, the uh, credo of the girls' brigade, so we are oh, the girls' yeah. brigade, we are the girls' yeah. brigade, and she'd just go back to sleep and then wake up and she'd be talking to uh, her husband, she'd be having like an imaginary conversation. She, she, it's very, very complex. It's like I'm just like lucid dreaming. Yeah, exactly. It's, it must be so odd to uh, undergo that experience, but um, it's a real sort of um, uh, learning sort of curve. I, I realise like the very old and the very young tend to have like a. They don't, they don't tend to like uh, brown people. Because <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> I wanted to see that a primary school during my summer holidays. And I walked in, I was like, oh, this is so excited. The little little girl, little tiny little girl, just outside the door, she looked through, I was like, oh, oh you know, get my fans already. I, I made a joke, I was like, with the teacher, like, oh, I've got my fans already. She's like, there's a black man in the course. <laughs> <laughs> 
I swear to God, I'd never seen someone drop their smile as far as that. I have to apologise. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, honestly, it's fine. It's what happened sort of with Darling Girls and everything. It didn't really happen at Wesley, I would have to say. I mean, yeah, I mean, Wesley, there wasn't a lot of... I mean, I thought we were culturally diverse. What? We had <laughs> two brown people. One of them was me, and the other one was my fucking brother. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one family's not that diverse, but it's actually more diverse now. But um, is it actually? Yeah, they're a lot. Um, they're all. They're all reviving. <laughs> they're all. I mean, they're, yeah, no, it's all more I mean nothing was because we did go to like the Darling House School, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we went over a couple of times. Yeah, we? and that was. Um, that was quite a yeah. experience. I remember getting called a fucking cunt by, yeah. a, uh, by a year four. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just, just to clarify though, if you if you do go to Darlinghurst, um, uh, you're a bad end. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, God, God, remember primary school, man. Primary school. I mean, I'd like to say my primary school was diverse, but like that's only in sort of comparison to just completely white schools which is like m- most in the area really. what primary school did you go to i went to blend primary school blend just, primary. just down the road i mean Harry, it's funny you say that because i also did work experience at a primary school oh yeah really? but mine was a bit more like a diverse wesley oh which is surprising okay. yeah, yeah yeah so i had a similar experience i had to work with an autistic kid okay yeah yeah, yeah. so i had a bit of a similar experience when i walked through the door yeah. it came up and sort of just Punched me. He <laughs> <laughs> ran away, and then I had a I had a chair thrown at me uh, by oh year one, which was pretty good. Yeah, I hate working with kids. Oh. I just no, that's, <laughs> that's the thing they they say like an actor you shouldn't work with uh, kids and animals is the thing. Yeah, it just you can't predict it. You can't predict it. Exactly, but th- that's why it's enjoyable as well. Oh, that's true. Exactly. exactly. You always know about that one. <laughs> I, don't know. I think that's up for debate. I think it's because um, where I worked at Adventure Island, given it was only for about two weeks <laughs> but I, I just the, the trying to talk to a, a child who understands nothing that you're saying yeah. is probably the most frustrating thing I've ever done in my life I mean so what did you work as? Huh? well I was a, a cashier um, so were you trying to convince them you were a member of Star Force? cheers Jacob what were you trying to convince them? them? no it's not no it's not in a sense of like convincing it's just obviously you know you're sitting in your booth and then a family comes up and like a kid's got his like head peering over like into the little box to, to look at you and it's it's also that you have to go outside and then work on like the height list because you have to like stamp everyone off so it's quick for people that tilt I just found talking to kids is it's not the thing for me oh. like I just it's I get fu- I don't want to say frustrated because it's not the child's fault. It's not like they're intentionally trying to be like. Yeah, they're not going out to yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it's just I think it's the whole. I, like, I'm not the smartest kind of guy, right? I'm not the, like there are many people smarter than me, and I'm sure others get the same for me. But it's talking to someone who has an IQ that is significantly lower than <laughs> oh. yours. Is, is I'm feeling it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I love about working in a pub, to be honest, because everyone's just a bit <laughs> okay. grown up. And then, and then, and then, and then, if you're but if you're at closing hours, you watch as like normal people turn into literally little children by getting drunk. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. Come on, man. Well, of the course, amount, none of us drink. The amount. Of I, I actually don't drink. No. I mean, you you must have some bar stories to tell us. I do have some, you have some bar, bar stories. stories. Yeah. You haven't even been working there for that long. I've been working there for, for about a month and a bit. Uh, I got called a wanker because I was too young to serve. <laughs> <laughs> And then he, he went to one of the staff and literally said, Why the fuck did you employ someone that can't serve a I was just there, like, dude, oh. I need a job. They thought I'll get by. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, do, I also do make some food. 
So I do make some like starters and some desserts. Do you desserts. do like cleaning up and stuff like I do, that? I do, I do do. I do do. Yeah, but like cleaning up's like, like a really tedious task to do. No, it's actually kind of satisfying. It's satisfying. I find cleaning up very therapeutic. That's just you. <laughs> no, it's not. I agree. Is that yeah? Because like I love like cleaning. You see visual progress. Yeah, I love well. I love scraping off some twelve oh, girls. Right. Yeah, just taking yeah. mashed potatoes. Well, exactly. Like a yeah. Maybe not that, but you no. see visual progress. It's yeah, quite nice. It's like it like knowing that you got this fucking filthy piece of shit plate with literally <laughs> shit on it oh, somehow geez. because you're a fucking idiot yeah. sounds like my life and then <laughs> you're, you're, what, you're, you're there just working at it you know massaging all the mm, dirt so- out no. and then you're putting it in the dishwasher let it drown in the dishwasher a bit and then you take it out I've never heard and then so many sexual verbs <laughs> <in the dishwasher. laughs> For cleaning I mean, the what the fuck do I you do drowning <laughs> someone in sex? This man massages his plates with them. get your man, jeez. Right. I wouldn't say cleaning plates, but like, I don't know. Have you cleaned the kitchen before? Yes. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. That was nice. No, it's just, I like cleaning. As well, the, uh, the only thing I don't like is that with these dishwashers, there's, um, they're basically like um, a door which opens that sort of downwards and you need to it's like 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 and every single time you open it up, you get a fucking sauna of steam in your face. So every time you come out, you have a red face. Breaking news, everybody. Louis wants to fucking dishwasher. <laughs> Breaking news. Dishwasher well, nonsense. Everyone tweet hashtag dishwasher nonsense <laughs> at Louis Thomas. Talking on the on the sort of topic of work. How? So, I think so. For you personally, how much does? Uh, your co-workers sort of affect how much you enjoy it. Honestly, I think if you have shit co-workers, it's a shit job. Because, oh. you, you, I mean, as people say, we're social animals. Yeah. Yeah. I The teacher, the, the thing, you know, one of them, the teacher I was coupled with, uh, she was uh, a member of the LGBT community. She's a, she was a lesbian. She'd been happily married to her wife for five years. She was getting a new class um, because it was the end of the year, so she had to meet a new class. And she um, she she went through everything like that. And she was like, uh, she had a little slideshow to tell everyone about uh, how it is. The thing is, kids aren't intentionally dickheads. They just don't know any better. So we had a very bizarre scene. I had to really try myself not to laugh. There was like, there was like a, she showed a picture. She's like, I like chocolate cake. Who here likes chocolate cake? Well, like me. And like, I like Tottenham Hotspur. And I like football. I was like, me, me, me. He said, this is my wife. He said, you married a wife? He said, yep. And there was a silence. And then, ew. And he's like, really? <laughs> And I was just standing there like, yeah, man, I was like, oh, man, you can't tell them, like, oh, you're cancelled, we're cancelling this studio. <laughs> like, you know, they don't know any better. And, you know, it's it was a really bizarre scene. But I, don't know, I thought, I would have thought that when we were in primary school, like, at least we'd be a slightly more sort of socially conscious. I'd like to think it would have been instilled in us. Yeah. Like, well, that's the thing. It should, like, because, I mean, people debate about this, like, whether people should come to terms with it on themselves, like, learn about it themselves, or... Do you think that in primary schools kids should be taught like 
about about like it's some very mature topic with the There's a lot. I thought what about sex? No, 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 not in particular. Just like in general, like homosexuality and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, part. I think it's a prevalent part of our. Society. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, I think they should be aware of it. Not necessarily know the ins and outs. Yeah, should that be taught on like an educational level, like by schools, or should that be more of the kids to find out, or like their parents telling them about? I think if you leave the kids to find out from their parents, that's when you get like situations where the parents are maybe slightly racist or homophobic, and then that kind of yeah. yeah. You, know what I think, you know, what I think I think if you leave it to the parents telling them, you have situations like you said where that kid has made a remark that he doesn't know what he's saying, yeah, the parents exactly. are getting called about it and then they realise they have to have the talk. Exactly. They, should, they should sort of just know. I think, I, I think, I think teachers sound like, a le- you know sometimes when the teacher was in the morning, right, today's afternoon schedule is a little bit different and then you have an afternoon talking about like, puberty or sex ed or something. I think in that sort of like time period, it's not like much, but they should be told that homosexuals like, do exist and that is a way of life. Yeah, it should have, just be touched yeah, on. Yeah. I think like it's awful complicated to like draw a line. Those the thing. That's the thing. You gotta be careful because I've seen articles where there has been teaching of it in like private schools and everything, where they've got their own curriculum and everything, uh, and like the articles making remarks that they're trying to instill. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's going to affect their sexual preferences yeah. later down the line. It's not true. Well, yeah. then again, that's just more of an argument of just newspapers being newspapers. Exactly. Yeah. Just trying yeah. to get publicity. Exactly. And as far as we know, scientifically, homosexuality is something you're born with. It's not like something you choose. So it won't make a difference whether you're talking about it or not. There's that whole thing in Birmingham, in it, like with the um, uh, like fundamentalist uh, uh, Muslim parents, like objecting to their kids being taught about like uh, homosexuality. I'm like, oh, mate, like it's just. There's more things in the world, and then like, surely God cares a little bit more about some of the shit going on than like your primary school teacher knowing that there are homosexuals out there. You know what I mean? Honestly, like, the, the issue with that that sort of segues into something else. I think there's a bit of an issue nowadays with people making assumptions about topics that they don't fully understand. Okay. So, yeah. obviously, like you said, you said talked about um, Muslim parents obviously objecting to it, but do you think they know the ins and outs, like what, I think, they, what their pet kids are actually learning? Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, people will say it's you know it's, it's because of the religion of Islam, but yeah. for all we know, Islam doesn't necessarily say to discriminate against them. They just yeah. might not agree with it. That's my problem with faith because the problem is it's not like a. Uh, remember we were talking about dishwasher ten minutes ago. The text is not like cut and dry, isn't it? In one part of the text it says this, another part it says that. And that's why I'm sort of you know moving towards a more sort of atheistic sort of uh, a living center. Fucking hell, I'm getting deep now. Uh, I'm, I'm moving towards that, but you know it's 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 complicated. Isn't it. I, I think there's a time and place for religion. There's a time and place for it. I mean, it's beautiful things sometimes. It, is, isn't it? it can bring people together in the most beautiful way, isn't it? it? It's, but at the same time, it breathes the most toxic. It's most like the um, Australian rugby player. Oh, that guy! <laughs> yeah, no, like, yeah, Australian. Yeah, yeah. Is it Australia? Yeah, yeah it was Australia. Australia. The guy who's uh, condemning his teammates to hell for being gay or like exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. supporting homosexuals. Yeah. yeah, it's just there. There has to be a line drawn, you know, because yeah, exactly. then it's like, oh, is it hate speech? Is it just like, oh, but this is my religion? Like, yeah, I feel like that topic is so delicate. Yeah, yeah of course. Of course, I think uh, the thing with religion is that it's known that parts of it contradict themselves. So you just have to sort of, a lot of the time, read it on the surface. Yeah. Okay, and you can look, obviously, a big part of religion is looking into things, you know, making sure, you know, instead of It's all things. about, like, self-discovery. Self, yeah, well. self-discovery, and obviously, you know, and your relationship with God. But obviously, I think a lot of the time you have to be careful you don't look too far into it, because that's where I think atheists get a lot of their arguments for, which yeah. is it's true. There's, it's true. There, are, there are contradictory points, but... Yeah. You've got to remember, like, we're at a different time now. Yeah. So you've got to yeah. take it how you feel it. I think it should all be subjective. I mean, another point of that. Do you... Oh, thanks for joining the conversation. <laughs> 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 I 
it's just some okay. Some people believe, and I am partly a belief in this. Before you say this, is this controversial? <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to get cancelled? Oh, do you think that sometimes, as in like the argument about gender and everything, do you think it's gone too far at points? How do you mean? In what sense? For instance, people. I mean, I know, I understand. Like, are you referring to things like the the rainbow poppy or something like that that was on? Yeah. No, I, think it, I think that was like inflamed. I, I didn't see anyone wearing a robot. Yeah. I don't think anyone actually wore it. This I is think. the thing. Mm. I don't think the arguments themselves, the arguments, they're, they're not actual things. They're not like real people as such. They're inanimate, like, they're, they're concepts. Yeah. You can't take a concept too far. It's the people, it's the catalyst for that concept yeah. to take it too far. So it's not an issue with the concept. I don't think someone expressing their beliefs is too far. It's when someone exaggerates it to the point where it's it's not nice. That's the thing. It, it, today's society, I find sort of, I, like, it's such an arse egg how polarised everything is. You saw even with the mock election, at the start, everyone was literally just slagging each other off left, right and centre. I mean, like, I know there's a time to say, oh, this party's policies aren't the best, but it was like, it was just utterly childish. And you saw, even, like, our, our politicians, like Boris Johnson and Jeremy Corbyn, arguing, like, little children, like, yeah. give the most basic instruction, which is, oh, here's a joke question about Christmas, let's not talk about politics. And they both talked about politics, like, oh, come on, mate. You're a human being, willing and capable of more than just uh, slagging off your opponent. I mean, it's just, it's, it's depressing. Well, I, I think it's more of a, also, in that regard, in terms of politics, I, I think that politicians are more being politicians instead of trying to think, oh, I want to improve my country. They're instead doing it for their career. Oh, my God, exactly. Shameless career politicians. I, like, uh, you know, if you if you are a form tutor, right, and you throw away your form to become the head of year eleven, <laughs> Mr. Deegan, <laughs> uh, cut that bit out. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, the career politicians are a big problem. For example, in sh- like, uh, sorry about if you are from uh, Mauritius and listen to this. But Mauritius is essentially a family-run business, right? Yeah. The whole government, like this president, passes presidency onto his son. Without no democratic elections. I mean, that's not how you run a country. That's not how, wait, that's ridiculous. That's true. Uh, so, same, obviously, my girlfriend does. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's it's But obviously, I actually told me about there was this thing where it was like you could become a lord just by by being in the family. You'd be in the House of Lords. Yeah, no, that no, is no. ridiculous. The House of Lords. Most of the House of Lords are hereditary hereditary peers. Yeah, exactly. And there are three people who are educated in their field. So there's one for economics, science, and then something else. That's three out of a house of almost a hundred. Some of them are religious, like bishops and uh, rabbis. Um, I think there's like a maybe an imam. No, no, there's no imam. There's like lots of different sects of Christianity. I completely disapprove of the House of Lords completely. Like I, I don't think why should you be given a say just for being born in a particular thing? I don't think mm. that's fair. That's, I don't it. Get, that's it's completely especially okay. I get I get how like centuries ago like people with kingdoms would pass like pass the uh, the reign down yeah, their exactly. family, but. Like a lord is completely different. That actually yeah. requires, you know, educa- an education yeah. in that form. So it, surely it's better to pass it on to someone who's more yeah. fulfilling in that field than someone who just happens to be. The question born is, like, who's, who's going to change it? Like no one's, no one's like, change it. It's no, just, no one's going to do anything about it. The thing is, whenever you thing. appoint someone to decide who is the best fit for exactly. that field, there's always a case of nepotism, yeah, of course, yeah. or favorite, or just general favoritism. Mm. Exactly. Because so, we're humans at the end of the day, we're always going to have bias in any topic. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's just minimising it. And it's, the th- it's the thing, like, when people talk about our uh, southern area, if you deep, like, on average in the country, for us, like, most of our year would have children by nine years from now. 
That's mad. Most people will be married by the end of university. Or yeah, a couple years after yeah. university. Yeah. In the next, this have you ever considered like this? We're going into the t- into twenty twenty. Exactly. This decade is the decade where we're all potentially going to be married. Yeah, exactly. Last day, like we're all going to be yeah. in jobs, probably going to be working the for like three, four years. Over. Exactly. Exactly. This is what I mean. So yeah, obviously, I, I'm not suggesting anything. We might not be married. It's just, yeah. but like an assumption. We'll be twenty six. Yeah. You'll be twenty seven. Hey yo, f- the linear passage of time, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. Oh, I cool. might fuck the audio on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Headphone warning, sorry. But yeah, no, it's, it's weird, though, isn't it? We are getting. We're not old. I hate saying we're old because we're not old, we're 16, we've got like, the whole world in front of us. But like, it's the moment we've kind of got to think, shit, like, you know, I've actually got to fight for myself now, you know? But that's mean? not bad. It's not bad to sometimes take a look back and like, slow down. But I'm, I'm just sitting here just like, if I could freeze my life in one moment, like, now is like the perfect time. Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like we're at like our peak age. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's still experiences to come, but exactly. we've had a good amount of experiences. Yeah. So I think now is a pretty good time for if you had to freeze yourself for a bit. Mm. It'd be enjoyable. If I had to freeze myself for a bit, I wouldn't want to freeze it forever because I no, I, I get taller than five foot fucking seven. I'm gonna freeze a little bit. Sorry, I'm, yeah, I'm just, not really pressing up my height. Just to enjoy the moment a bit more, because I, I mean, personally, I find myself as well. Like sometimes you just seem to be like throwing away the days, and you're. Yeah, yeah. It's obviously always with hindsight. It's just like shit. I should have. I should have enjoyed that time more. I should have yeah, done. You more. ever get that? You ever get? There's always that period of time in the summer holidays where you don't really do anything. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And then you get to the strong. end of it and you're just like, I could have done something. Like, yeah, 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 I wish I'd done that or something. Exactly. But that's not bad. It's not bad to like waste your days away occasionally. Like, you should get out of If you look at it that way, if you look at it the way that we're only going to get this one life and this is the only life we're going to get, none of the days are wasted. Of course. It's what we have. This is all we have. So it can't be waste. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's an argument against procrastination. Procrastination is a thing, but it's always a bad thing. It's always a bad thing. Man. Exactly. You should be able to take time to yourself. Like well, it is when I have physics homework. It is when you have But obviously, it's like you're human at the end of the day. You've got to look past that. Like if you miss that physics homework, like, I'm not condoning not doing your homework. Okay. Mm-hmm. We did talk, yeah. talk about that last podcast. Homework is good. Homework, homework is good. Homework homework is good. Is good. Do, do your, your homework. homework. But if you're yeah, out there, if you're out there, like, and this <laughs> is <your> drugs. <laughs> this is coming from someone who I guess I care about, you know, getting things in on time. But it's okay to not get things on time every so often. Like to not have to, put, you shouldn't have to put that pressure on yourself yeah. all the time. You should always put your mental health first. Man. Exactly. Exactly. It, it, technically, one in four people do uh, of, of men our age do actually have a mental health problem. Really? Mental well, health would you is, say is, that's that's more a uh, sort of perspective on our society is sort of pressures and that on people or would you say that's more of a question of it being more easily recognised by medics in their field Uh, it might be a little bit both I think there is a a massive push for medicine but I think it's I I know I I hate to be the person to undermine women's like the fight women have to have by the fight men but as society changes we face new problems and the thing is men are facing like, they've got a tough battle with mental health, like of men course. as as a, a, a sex. It, it's it's not an issue of the actual problems. It's an issue of chronology. Like the woman might be facing it now, but we don't know who will be facing it like years to come. Exactly. So you it's not taken away from anything. Like, it's exactly. Just, oh, exactly. It's just winning. Yeah. No matter what you support, what you stand for, what your morals are, you have to appreciate that everyone does have an issue. There's no point in having your own issue and then disregarding others. That's why I feel like. It's sort of the the controversial part of of acts like uh, feminism. Yeah. Is the sort of 
Like, I, I don't think feminism obviously stands for this because it stands for an incredible thing. Yeah. yeah. But there are obviously, you know, you have like social media trolls and stuff where yeah. it turns into a sort of sense of like man hating yeah. or like they don't have any problems. Exactly. It's again, it's, it's, those yeah. pe- it's people being the catalyst taking it too far. It's not the actual the motive, the topic. Yeah. The presence of someone else's problems doesn't undermine the existence of another one. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just both can exist simultaneously. Yeah. It's just, it's the human tribalism. It's like that, isn't it? Like, you see it every day in terms of like, are you blue party, red party, yellow, uh, you know, purple or whatever. But even in the like mundane stuff, like the the uh, Manchester derby, City versus United, that's a football match. Um, admittedly, there are there is some controversy about football, how much they get paid. But you, you, if you're throwing like hate speech and racism at footballers, you know, who are just doing their job, they train yeah. so hard. Yeah. It, that's the most toxic thing about the human psychology, and the fact that we have to have like our tribe, our clan, otherwise we just feel like lonely. It's just, oh so, man, you got to again, you got to take everything on at face value. Sometimes footballers aren't getting paid loads to spite you exactly it's just because they're professional it just attracts it attracts that, it, it attracts that much money yeah, to exactly, exactly exactly they have that much money to spend and obviously in a perfect world other professions that aren't as well uh, known aren't as well appreciated would have the same amount of money exactly but obviously that's just how it is mm-hmm. that isn't the fault of any in one particular footballer that's just how it is so exactly it's yeah. like you can't hate on a footballer for, the, for getting paid yeah I mean obviously if they're doing great things like uh, support charities or like uh, doing other like various work that is benefiting benefiting other people. Then you can't you can't attack them for earning that much yeah, money. Exactly. Like that's that's not exactly. that. I don't see anyone day. attacking David Beckham for like the, the millions he's donated. Sorry, but like all the other footballers who don't donate to charity, you're obviously not obligated to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Obviously, it's a great thing too. I love it. It's cool. It's kind of like a. But you don't need to then just like actively go after every single one because they haven't donated yeah. millions. Yeah, exactly. Most of them do tend to donate, even a small part yeah, of their income. Exactly. Yeah, if you've got that much money, I think it's human instinct. If you see someone has nothing and you've got a wild yeah, excess, exactly. You're not making use of it, so someone yeah, else can better use it. I'm pretty sure everyone here can agree. Like the the satisfaction that you get from helping someone yeah, is yeah. like it's insane. Like yeah. even if it's something small, just like giving advice or something like that, it's just so it, it, knowing that like they've done something, it's like their good yeah, deed of yeah. the day. It's yeah. just. It's just helping other It's people. a big topic. Bearing mm. mind it's Christmas soon. Oh, it gives you it's the season. The season. It's it's giving, not thing. receiving. And obviously, receiving is great. You know? It is, obviously. You should feel bad. But that's the thing. I feel more excited to give someone a gift. 100%. Yeah, true. Before inside. Christmas, everyone's like, I really want to give you this gift. <laughs> so your, like, your gifts are coming, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I need the money first. <laughs> no, but I think legitimately, there's just something that's programmed in us that. Well, you know, people will argue out there that humans are fundamentally evil. There are, if that's the case, there's got to be nooks and crannies. We're not evil, 100%. I, I don't think humans are fundamentally evil. Because, blank yeah, slate. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's whatever environment they're in that exactly, molds them exactly. into the person. Yeah. I think when a, when a person is given too much power or the opportunity to, to have too much power. Just it. Yeah, it's the old saying. Power, yeah. absolute power, power corrupts it's, it's, it's just up, it's upbringing. Like if you're if you're brought up to believe in a certain thing, I mean, I guess that touches back onto the the teaching kids about like sexuality oh, yeah, and stuff like that. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if if that's instilled, like for you to think that's okay to do, then obviously, like that's that's what you're gonna do. It's it's completely about upbringing. It's like like obviously if your parents every day told you 
yeah, it's fine. Just go slap your sister in the morning. Like you're, 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 <laughs> but you're, you're going to be like insens- uh, like insensitized. That's, that's, that's the thing. The, the teacher I was coming with, she made like a comment because obviously she knows way more than me. She was she's been teaching for for years. She said because um, I was having a lot lot of trouble like trying to get the, like a, a book away from this kid because like you know he just wanted to read the picture book when actually had like work to do. Um, so I had a lot of trouble with that we eventually did it in lunch. We talked and then she said, yeah, uh, I've genuinely seen. She wasn't. She was. She's not like a boomer. She's actually a millennial. Um, but like she's, she genuinely said, yeah, the kids actually, I've seen a trend. The kids are getting more sort of ungrateful and wanty. But the problem is this means that they want learning in a way. They, they are more like uh, keen to learn. Yeah. So it's kind of like uh, a negative with a positive, And that's the thing. You can't really judge these kids for something they're doing. But the, the generation that come are going to be so different from us that I think it's quite rude to pass judgment on them now. We're probably... I've yeah. noticed that with my cousin. I feel uh, like, I feel yeah, like throw your cousin on the bus, yeah. We <laughs> <laughs> are the biggest yeah, cousin. Uh, in the <laughs> fully. At the moment, I can't lie. I feel like a lot of schools are groom- literally grooming us to get the grades. We like- need to talk to someone, Jake. <laughs> 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 Who's grooming you in the school <laughs> building? Literally grooming, but it's in like, you know, they're teaching us. Preening. Yeah, preening, that's it, exactly. Whereas. No, no kid- problem. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Obviously, kids like, like you've mentioned, they haven't been exposed to that yet. So they're out there, they're keen for knowledge. Yeah, like yeah. We, we've been so we're so drawn to now getting the grades yeah like only learning what we have to yeah, exactly. it's almost the environment that we've been brought up exactly, exactly. Like, that's, not, that's like, not to say we don't have a lust for knowledge still I just think I, I definitely think it has been <laughs> deteriorated in like my opinion yeah, exactly. it's like for me it's not like it's not me going into a physics lesson thinking I'm going to hold this knowledge for the rest of my life and it's going to be a great value it's like I'm going to need this for an exam one yeah. day I'm oh, going to need yeah. this to get to the next point in my life yeah. but maybe that's what learning all is no, it's well, not, no, not for the life lessons but to get to the next stage in your life but do you remember like year 8 like history or something where you had like some shit about castles and you'd be like oh you've got to make a castle or a game and you're like this is this is gas that would be the best thing that happened you I'm going to make a sick game and then that be and then you do it and then I miss it Mr someone will come around Baldy will come around and he'll like he'll give you yeah that's really good and put like a a 4 out of 5 on it and you'll be like oh I smashed it but now it feels like oh yeah I've got an essay to do that's it it's like I mean now that we're doing A-levels we're now focused on the subjects that we genuinely enjoy well chemistry is a bit but like, I still feel like I enjoyed year eight even like art more than like yeah, 100%. I mean, as we were doing GCSEs, I just found like with uh, subjects I wasn't necessarily too interested in, but just subjects I was doing, oh, yeah, I, 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 I felt desensitized at the fact that I was thinking that I'm only doing this just to pass an exam oh, really? and not stuff that I, I genuinely want to do, for, such as like physics and maths and computer science. What do you? Actually, want to do sort of university later on? Um, I, I personally, I I'm not too sure because I was set in my ways of doing computer science. Hmm. But I mean, I personally have been enjoying physics quite a bit actually. Hmm. Uh, but I think that's also, I think as you, because when you first think of physics, you think of wow, all these new developments in science and technology. Because physics is fundamental to technology, yeah, especially uh, modern technology. <coughs> so. When you when you're doing stuff at like year seven sort of syllabus and everything, you're doing more simple physics. So you're doing things such as uh, forces. You're doing uh, basically Newtonian. Gravity is a force. Yeah, you're doing Newtonian nice. physics. <laughs> yeah. 
And at that point, you're not really that interested because you're like, oh, I didn't think this was physics. I knew this was physics, but like, it's not the physics I want to do. But then as you get older, you then start to do the physics that you actually think has been really interesting and cool and you get more motivated because suddenly you're learning about bloody baryons and uh, mesons. No one knows what what those are. (laughs) But it's it's in that area of uh, experimental physics. And that's why you're like yeah, I have more motivation to do it because that's how I perceived physics to first be. You, well, you Thanks for asking the question, Louis. Louis, <laughs> what did you want to do when you got to university? Well, um, <laughs> we're just gonna move on. <laughs> physics. Right. Sorry for my. If physics. you like physics so much, what are you gonna marry? It? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, anyway, go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead to, to that. Uh, to the question to me is, um, I mean, I've, a long time I've just been set on like product design, architecture, something like that. And my, my subjects are fit around to go down that route. So I sort of, I almost want to say like convince myself that that is what I want to do, but ultimately I don't I'm, I don't wake up every morning thinking architecture is the thing for me, but that's sort of where I've aligned my, my life to go. So that's sort of, sort of the route that I'm on. What about you, Jake? Well, it's not too late to change. It can change at any point because it was it um, someone at the head of the Bank of England or something was like, it like, on, like English or something. Yeah, it was like yeah, English and like conservation and stuff yeah. like that. And but now, we we also don't know how much like his family connections kind of had to do with it because that seemed like a bit yeah. of a jump, you know what I mean? That is English to a maths based subject. Yeah, it's quite a bit of a jump. Yeah, so but what, I mean, what do you actually still applies? For a while, I wanted to do architecture as well. Like Casey, I got I got a little bit stuck for a bit, and it took me a while. It, I was stuck for like ages. I had no idea what I wanted to do. And like Casey, I just picked architecture because you know I sort of liked it, mm. and I had decent pay. You know, I enjoyed the idea of it. Uh, but I realised it wasn't really what I wanted to do. Mm. So I thought I took a risk at my A levels, go and go with psychology. Mm. Like no, no teacher wants you to do a subject as their fourth, but you know I picked psychology as my fourth. And I really enjoyed it, and now it's honestly my favourite. <laughs> so I, I'm thinking of going down the psychology route more towards like forensic psychology or criminology oh. because honestly, I I, I'm a, I can't lie. It comes back to that point about uh, you know helping people and also just satisfaction. I want a job that satisfies me more than I get money from it. What's so seeing I think a lot of people like probably satisfaction to a person's family when a crime has been like done to them or something, or if I can just help a child or whatever, mm-hmm. that's worth it. Yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah it's, it's true. I mean, I, I came out of the womb just wanted to do medicine, so I, it's really interesting to see like people who kind of had an experience of choosing what sort of they wanted. It was, initially medicine was chosen for me, but then like, I kind of really like medicine anyway. I know it sounds a bit like fake, but I, I do. And so I've always had like the security is the thing. So I, when people say like, oh, I want to do law, like, oh, I want to do like um, architecture or something. And I realize, you know, oh fuck, that's like, you're not guaranteed work. And I think that's massive bravery. If I get a medicine degree from fucking South Essex College, I'm, I'm done, I'm done, like, that's good, I, I get work, that's it. Yeah. So, do you, have you ever in your life thought of like different parts or is it always just tunnel well, vision on when I was like about year six I thought I had a, I had a phase I always said I was going to be a BMX rider but I never learned how to ride a bike so <laughs> <laughs> nice one uh, in addition I thought I was going to be a basketball player but uh, I'm five foot seven max you know it, it's weird it's like back in the day you have all these crazy dreams and I still do have dreams but they're they're more realistic I think I, I've grown as a, a person and um, I, I, I know that all of everyone at the school has as well it's sad to see but um 
Growth is what's natural. Like, yeah, as we, as we said before, we're all moving our separate ways. So, hold on, level. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't really say that. You were just saying. Well, no, no. Earlier on, yeah. on in the podcast, hey, we grow together. Branches of the same tree do tend to die. Yeah. Can we bring Still it back to what Harry tree. said earlier? Uh, we're now like 30 minutes, 30 minutes ago, we were talking about Louis washing. Hashtag dishwashing. Come on, lads. Anyway, uh, no, it's, it's been an event for a while. Yeah. It's the way to wind it up. Yeah. 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 Like so, that was uh, <laughs> chatting shit uh, with uh, me, Louis, uh, Casey, you Jacob. Me, Louis, you are. It's an embedded clause, yeah. And Louis our special fine guest, Harry. It's yeah. been a pleasure. Uh, we are going to be making some social media accounts soon because we need to. We're slacking. We're slacking. We're, we're slacking. slacking. The jobless students, they, they've got us. Oh, <laughs> name dropping the other one. They've got us in a corner. No, uh, but uh, on a real, um, everyone, <laughs> if you haven't listened to theirs, uh, there is yeah, a much better quality, high yeah. production version. Yeah. I like to we are still decent, alright? We're still we're decent. Getting, we're developing this people. Just chatting as well, it's a good one, it's a way more serious one, but uh, yeah. then uh, Jobless Oops and uh, you know, you can't, this shit out. <laughs> <really. laughs> you, you can't go wrong with it. Either yeah. way, you can't go wrong with any of them. So, you know, show them some love, show yeah, us some love. Come back and listen. And uh, yeah. and tune in next week. Yeah. Hope you hope you've enjoyed. Thank you. Yeah. Like I'm See ya. <laughs> <laughs>